Welcome to K-Drama Musings, where you'll find reactions, reviews, and recommendations of K-Dramas and more. I am your host, Carol, and I'm delighted to have you with me today. If you like what you hear, I invite you to join me on Instagram at K-Dramas Musings for more fun content. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and subscribe. K-Drama Musings is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. If you like the show, please give me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your support is deeply appreciated. Let's get to today's show. Today I have another friend with me and we will be talking about the K-drama Durian's Affair or Mrs. Durian, depending on where you're watching it. Listeners, join me in welcoming my friend Caitlin from No Sleep for Dramas. Hi Caitlin, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk about the show because I feel like you and I were the only ones watching it. <laughs> it really did feel like that. I felt like anytime I got on my stories to talk about it, no one was watching. And I'm just like, how are you all sleeping on this drama? <laughs> Can you just please watch? So I'm very excited you're here with me today. For our listeners who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into K-dramas and blogging and all of that? Sure, sure. So I, uh, as you mentioned, I have a blog um, where I just talk about a bunch of dramas that I'm watching and reviewing and just having a good old time over there. Uh, I have been watching dramas for over 10 years. God, I feel old. Wow. (laughs) Um, I started with K-dramas and then it's ventured into all the other Asian dramas currently. Um, So I definitely watch basically everything. I'm one of those people where I'm willing to try anything once. Oh, I love that. I continue. If I don't, I drop it. I've, I've learned to drop things. It was a long, long time. Um... In terms of my blog, it was actually a pandemic project. Somebody just was like, it was, it was actually so it, on Twitter, there's this other blog that runs uh, like a uh, K drama tweet chat for like once a month. And one of the questions one month was like, what podcasts or blogs or things you read, listen to about K dramas? Who do you? listen to and a bunch of people named me and I'm like I don't have a blog or a podcast or anything like I don't know what you're talking about and then uh the k3 which is another YouTube channel was like well we have a blog that no one's doing if you'd like to do it so I started blogging for the k3 and on k dramas and then eventually I opened my own as well so that's how the blog started and it's now going on three years this month I honestly think I just missed my anniversary this year (laughs) it was like maybe it was yesterday I'll have to check the date it's somewhere in August or September will be three years (laughs) well congratulations and happy anniversary to you and your blog thank you thank you three years is a big deal to consistently yeah keep at it I never thought I would (laughs) yeah I was like and that was one of the reasons why I didn't have a blog because I was like, I did not want to make what I loved work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. which is what I f- was feared that it might become work and I might not like it. Mm. But here we are three years later and I still like it. So, 
I love that. I love that. So what are you watching right now? God, I started so many new dramas in like the last week because I'm not watching many K-dramas because not a lot of them have really stuck with me. The only one I'm watching is My Lovely Liar, which I I like a lot. Um, But I've like watched episode one of like multiple other dramas. (laughs) So I started uh, Forever and Ever, which is a Chinese drama. I watched one and only, and this is the follow-up to that, and I never watched that one, so now I'm watching that one. Mm -hmm. I'm watching To Sir With Love, which is a Thai drama. I'm watching one that started yesterday, a Thai drama. Something lingers. Okay. I can't remember what that one. I found a random crime drama on IGE yesterday, last night, that I'm planning on watching called The Evidence Tells. So I have a bunch of dramas that I kind of just was like, ooh, shiny and pretty and looks new, so I'm going to click play. <laughs> I... I will admit, I think I saw on your TikTok or Instagram, you were talking about, I believe it's a Thai drama called Enigma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. And I was like, ooh, maybe I should add that to my list. You should, because we need a season two. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's very short. Like, you can watch it in an afternoon. It's only four episodes. Oh, great. It's like a horror, like very minuscule horror. I hate horror. I, I was very like skeptical starting this because that's we why all I know didn't start it. Asian dramas can do horror very well. Tell this me had about a it. couple like couple scary moments, but nothing like I was expecting. I thought it was going to be so much worse. <laughs> but okay. I loved it. It was great. I was very impressed because I didn't really have I didn't know what to expect. So which is the best part of going into these dramas is you just don't know what to expect sometimes, and then you're surprised. But um, it definitely needs a season two, though. There was a lot of things that were either not explained enough or just like put out there and then left out there. There was a lot of things they could do for a season two. So I I want people to watch it so we get a season two. <laughs> but it's very good. It's very nice. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. I'm glad that you said it's four episodes. Mm-hmm. I think I'm having a bit of... Um, see drama fatigue with just how many episodes I've been watching Mm -hmm. like the 40 plus dramas and even at this point 24 I'm like oh my gosh I can't (laughs) I can't do this I started Mm -hmm. Butterflied Lover which is on Mm. Vicky I'm watching that too I'm watching that too it's so pretty to look at it is it is yes I love that show. Um, And I did finish Hidden Love. I did finish Exploration Methods of Love, which was fantastic. I've heard that's that's nice. It was really nice. It was very adult. And I was like, yes, let's go. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for K-dramas, I'm watching My Lovely Liar. And what's that drama called? Moving. Oh, uh, yeah. I've decided I was going to wait like for more episodes to watch that. That's but... a good idea. Because mm. I didn't I didn't start watching it till like four episodes were out. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I got done with the four episodes. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, what do you mean it's only once a week? Right. 
Yeah. And it's 20 episodes. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, the and same with the killing vote, too. I really want to watch the killing vote, but that's one episode a week. And I'm like, I can't do that. I need I to wait. I can't do that. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, didn't Disney say they're out of Korea? Like, why are they now all of a sudden getting these shows? Right. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. anyway. Um, we're not here to talk about the other dramas. We're here to talk about Durian's affair. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned earlier, you're the only other person who was seemed to be watching it at the same time as I was. Mm-hmm. And it just felt imperative to now that to talk about it now that the show was over. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll start with a little synopsis of the show for our listeners. This is a melodramatic fantasy in which two women from the Choson dynasty, belonging from a noble family, become intertwined with men through time travel to the year 2023. It's directed by Shin Wuyol, who is... I did not know he directed it because when I went to his um, all the other work he's done, I have loved Every single drama <laughs> in there. Lovers in Paris was my drug. Mm. Like, it is such an iconic show. It's one of those shows that, uh, have you seen it, by the way? Yeah, really long time ago. Like, okay. I don't think I remember much of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lovers in Paris is one of those shows that you see people reenacting scenes from in variety shows yep yep there was one scene where the character is like um like why can't you scream why can't you tell people i'm your man and i was just like yes i i ate that scene up yeah it was it was a good show and he did all the lovers i guess franchise so lovers lovers in prague lovers in paris on Air was great. City Hall was great with, um, what's her name? The lady who did Kim Samsoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a fun one. I Secret like that Garden one. is great the first time you watch it. Yeah. And you yeah. have to have watched it in 2010, I think, when it came out. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> a Gentleman's Dignity was very adult. Like I like men- that was my favorite of this list. I love yeah. yeah, It was fantastic. I loved how they were like middle-aged men. Some were divorced, but they were looking for love. And you had all these middle-aged women. And it just felt like a an interesting new take on romance dramas. Yeah, it was something, I think it was like, a, sh- a drama ahead of his time because like yes nowadays including during's affair but like recently i feel like we've gotten some more adult yes like older romance stuff and gentleman's dignity definitely was like there was nothing like it when it came out everybody else was very young high school yeah. or it was also if i remember correctly it was like scandalous for the time too because like at that time it came out like you didn't like you like touching hands was a big deal in a drama yes. when it came out so like that yeah that was definitely ahead of its time <laughs> and it was also nice to see people their 
age or the age they were portraying fall in love mm-hmm. because it's almost like you the industry ages you out into some at some age and you become become the dad, the grandma, the evil stepmom, all of that. Mm-hmm. And this one was just like, yeah, I'm still in my 40s and I still want to date and I'm a player or a Casanova. And, you know, it was it was very interesting. And it had some big names in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's Goo Family Book, which is great the first time. I don't think I <laughs> let's just say Susie at the time was very green right Mm -hmm. yeah Um, where the stars land and melting me softly is the only show I do not like in his discography or filmography I I haven't seen it I'm not going to but I haven't seen it don't (laughs) <laughs> you know what it is? First of all, Ji Chang Wook was not doing action for a while. And this is one where he's not doing action. Mm-hmm. And it takes him getting used to to see him not do it. But the female character, she was in um She Would Never Know with Roan. Mm-hmm. I really don't like her acting. Interesting. Okay. I feel like I'm not getting I'm not getting what I need from her. Okay. Mm-hmm. A bit monotone, if you will. And mm. too and too demure for me in okay. her character yeah. she, does, she does she does play that type of character a lot. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So we talked about the director, and it's written written by Im Sung Han, who is coming off of Love Featuring, Marriage and Divorce, the three uh-huh. seasons. Did you watch those? Yep. I watched the first season. <laughs> and then the end of the first season made me really mad and I didn't watch the rest of the seasons. I really should go back and watch them, but yeah. I should have known. <laughs> like I should have known. This writer. <laughs> yeah. She the second season was better because it sort of gave the women an opportunity to like have their moment Mm -hmm. and then the third season they're thriving and they're thriving good like there was a guy in that show who fell in love or I don't know if he fell in love but he said he liked the woman who's playing durian so Park Mm Jumi and let me tell you his Riz game (laughs) <laughs> I was swooning. I was rooting for him. And then I saw some foolishness online about the end. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she messed it up. Damn. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> So Durian's Affair is a romance, a mellow, and a fantasy drama. It stars Park Joo-mi, uh, Choi Myung-gil, Kim Min-joon, Han Da-gam, uh, John Do-min, Yoon Hae-young, and Ji-young as the main cast. 
And which really surprised me with the supporting role because the supporting role is played by um, Yu Jung-hoo Yi Dayeon, who mm-hmm. play the young love interest. And in my mind, I felt like they were actually part of the main cast. I'd agree. What did you think of the show? So I'm happy... I mean, we don't have a confirmation. I'm happy the ships I had were successful <laughs> by the end. Um, overall, I mean, it was enter- it was fun to watch. I will say that. I had a lot of fun watching it. The ending could have been a lot better. And also the pacing. Like, the big thing was the pacing for me. Mm-hmm. But um, it was fun to watch. It was a good old time to watch. <laughs> It was. I agree with you. I was sitting at my TV. I was screaming. I was crying. I was talking to the characters through my TV. And it just made me feel something. It's Mm -hmm. almost like um, on social media when you hear, what is it? Outrage is a social currency. Mm -hmm. This show was very much outrageous and outlandish. Every sort of synonym you could use it was the show right right yeah 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 um talking about the characters so we have park jumi who played durian what did you think about their acting and the characters in the story so let's break break them down um like individually so we're going durian first Yes, we can. Okay. Um, I like. I mean, I like Dorian. I wish she had. I mean, this is understandable. Like, you're a Joseon era woman, thrust into 2023. Like, her reactions were very understandable. Her demeanor and whatever was understandable. I kind of wish. And maybe this was because she was the older of the two of them. Like, I think with um, Bak- no, Don- which one? Who was the person who played the Idaoyun's character? Um, since she was the younger of the two Joseon women, I think she had an easier time adapting versus mm. um, Dorian. I wish she had like a little more growth but given her character's ending of the show it's understandable why she didn't mm-hmm. um so i'm okay with that i don't really understand why the title is her name and why it's titled durian's affair like i don't i don't un- really understand that part <laughs> because i will say Sometimes it felt like she was a supporting character. Yes, exact. Yes, I agree. And the story wasn't about her. It was about right. her daughter-in-law, Sojo. Mm-hmm. Because technically she arrives into 2023 because of her daughter-in-law, Sojo. Right, yes. And and then she sees her reincarnated son. Um, the show was very unclear about who the show is about. Yes, I agree. Because I also you- like when you have a title of Durian's Affair, you know this writer who wrote, like not only did he write Love Marriage, Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce, he wrote an older drama 
that is very popular with Sung Hoon in it. And it was like early 2000s, and I'm not remembering the name, but it, it had to do with um, Gisens. Oh, he wrote that one too, like really long time ago, which was like one of the early examples of a mockjong drama, like really mockjong. And then you have love featuring marriage and divorce, another mockjong. I didn't think this was mockjong enough for me. Yeah. Like if you're titling it Doreen's Affair, give me an affair. Like <laughs> it's not, there was no affair. And granted, yes, I get it. She's a Joseph Aaron woman. That's not really what, she's into i get that but like don't name your drama durian's affair and you're not having an affair (laughs) okay 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 i get you some could claim that there was the beginning of affair of an affair because for some reason um the guy who played chigam mm-hmm Chigam's character was drawn to Durian. And I think if they had more episodes, I I believe he would have left his wife Unsung for Durian. Totally. I agree. Yes. And then the affair would be make sense, truly. Right. Yeah. But when you're thinking about it in a Chosan time, it this could totally be an affair. I agree. Her, yeah. Her talking to another man, her, um, yeah, having feelings for him, him having feelings for her, them going out on dates. They didn't and, just go one date. And technically, she did have an affair in Joseon. It just wasn't she goes, yes. it was his other, like, Dosol? Yeah, Dose. Technically, she did have a full-blown affair with him. But yes. he was dead by the time 2023 came around. Yeah. So I do, I do, I will say yes, that is true. That's very true. It's just not as full-blown as something like the new tales of the Gisang that you yes, mentioned. That, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The writer is very interesting because, yes, she brought up, she gave us new tales of Kiseng, but at some point with this drama, I felt like she's in an era or in a space of, I'm just going to write what I want to write. It doesn't have to make sense, but what are you going to do about it? Because I guarantee you can't beat me up. Like she's she's just so messy to the point that it's not making sense, but you're widely entertained. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. For for Durian's character, I felt like she was I wanted to push back a little and say, I do think she adjusted to the new world quickly. She Mm. felt more like a quiet observer, she learns in in silence. And I think that's because of her age where Sojo is like, oh my gosh, so shiny and pretty and I want to play and I want to learn and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I do think Durian did learn in her own way and she found where she could be of service, if you will, Um, Mm -hmm. to the family so learning how to use the rice cooker 
because she wanted to cook and, and she felt like that's where her talents were, her kimchi making, going to the factory. So I think she adjusted well for what she could do. Right. I agree. And then my favorite character, for many reasons, Pek Dui, her mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, I liked she, her character a lot, too. <laughs> I loved her. She was cruel in Chosun times, clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in 2023, she was fantastic. Yeah. She was the perfect mother-in-law. I loved that we got a love arc for her. I agree. Yes, I did like that part too. Yeah. Because we don't see that often. No, we don't at all. Yeah. Yeah. But tell me what else you thought about her character. Um, I did not like her ending. I will say that. Like, <gasps> I didn't understand. And maybe it was because it was like... It was so quick. Like her her entire romance, what even I did like that. I'd love that she did get a romance. I will say I had to agree with Semi when Semi's like, you met him like a week ago. How are you married already? I had to agree. I thought they moved really, really quickly. Um and so but I also, that's why I didn't really understand her ending, too, because her reaction of him disappearing was she reverted to a child. And I was like, woman, you literally knew this dude for like two weeks. How? How how did you become like this and this attached to this guy to have this mental breakdown in two weeks? Okay. (laughs) I agree with you. However, I felt or I interpreted it as she had become the way she'd become because of the loss of her favorite chigam. Oh, I no. assumed he, she became that because of her husband. No, because oh, we, okay. we never mention her husband. Mm, okay. They never even give reference to her husband while she's being. The only reference was she was eating potato chips, and I and I thought those were the potato chips that he bought her. Right. But right. when she did speak, she kept saying to the young one, um, "Was it Chigang or Chijong? One of them that oh, don't fight with your brother when he comes back or." Right. Right. Whatever. So I felt like she had become ill because she had lost him. Okay. That I mean, I yeah, I never even considered that. I I just went immediately to the husband. <laughs> <laughs> that Which was- I did find. Uh, going back to what you said uh, before, I forget when you mentioned like it was clear that um, uh, Chingam was her favorite. I find that very interesting with the dynamic because in Chosen, obviously he wasn't her son in yeah. Chosen. But like whether they're like these connections and her uh and Durian meeting everybody again in 2023, like whether that was like an act of God and punishment sort of for some of these characters, I found it very interesting that the servant she killed in Joseon became her son in 2023 and was her favorite son in 2023. So it was yeah. like kind of like um 
like it wasn't redemption. It was like having to like, I don't know, her providing a good life for this slave that she had mm. killed and then him becoming her favorite of her children. I thought that dynamic and that change up it was very interesting. Um I I agree with you, but I was thinking how is this woman still having a good life? Same. I agree. Yes. If we're yeah. going by that logic, how True. can we be in 2023 and you know she has a, she's a whole chebel, she's still a chebel and she is a wonderful person, a kind, loving and all those things that she came with. It didn't make sense to me or I felt right. rather unfair. Right. Like, and I don't she, know yeah. if that was the thing of the writing, like maybe with more episodes or maybe with the second season, her true colors would have came out or the writing would have been different type thing. I don't really know. But I do agree. Yeah, I did find it really weird that even even Durian's husband and Joseph, like, yes, was like living the good life. Yeah, I like I you'd think Durian would come to 2023 and like kind of get her revenge on these people in a way. Exactly. But that's an interesting point. I felt like Durian was always living in fear, mm -hmm. especially when that moment when the housekeeper had everyone in front of her and she was using the fans and she was sort of getting to the root of it all and how Durian and Soja came about. Do you think that Durian killed her husband? Because that's what I think. Yeah. Oh, totally, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I DM'd it to someone. They were like, what? No. When did she do that? I'm like, she killed him. And that's why, that's why I thought she broke the fans. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think she killed him and, but I also think she broke the fans because she didn't, because she lived in fear of yes. these people she didn't want her mother-in-law to find out that like that was her mother-in-law and how evil she was she didn't want to find out like have the reincarnation of her dead husband find out even though he did he found out he was married to her and had this outrageous thought of like i'm gonna go marry her but like yeah, no, I totally agree. I think she just didn't want that found out, didn't want the evil mother-in-law to find out she was evil and become evil again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's pause on giving more of the story and let's finish with our characters. Up next, we have Semi. Mm -hmm. Semi is a character I was very frustrated with. She was Same. Same. <laughs> I, like, social media loved her, and I understand why, but I'm just like, this woman is driving me nuts. Like, Tell no is no. Like, there's gotta be, like, I said this in my review, and I'm sure you saw it on TikTok. Like, I wish the writer had, like, given her saying, like, okay, I get, obviously my mother-in-law is not gonna like me. I wanna go out and find somebody. Exactly. Like, because I feel like, I couldn't help but think that she wasn't actually a woman loving women. She was just had this really weird affection for her mother-in-law who she 
which she interpreted as love. I couldn't help that mm-hmm. because she never was able to like, like her mother-in-law, her mother-in-law went out to a club and met her future husband. Like, why didn't they not give that scene to Semi as well? Mm-hmm. Like if she was so unhappy in her marriage, give her another person love other than her mother-in-law that she was weirdly obsessed with. Like I, I found her very annoying as well. Yeah. <laughs> She was very much obsessed with her mother-in-law. And I felt like she, we never really understood how it began, Mm -hmm. how she started loving. We never got a backstory into her. Um, We never got an ending. We never got an ending. She kind of just disappeared. Yeah. Also drove me nuts because like how her mother-in-law ended up. You'd think she'd be there and be ecstatic that her mother was in that condition. <laughs> to finally be able to take care of her. Right. Yeah. And she but was she like wasn't nowhere there. to be found. Yeah. Exactly. So her character really didn't make sense. And I felt like she was the um, social outcry, the outrageous social outcry of, oh, my God, how can they... How can the writer put this character in the story? What are you trying to say? But beyond presenting that, she didn't say anything with the character. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was very annoyed with her when she insisted on Deng Myung marrying Isla and that little trick she pulled at that point. Because I was like, wait. You're repeating what happened to you? I thought you said you didn't want this marriage. Why are you doing that to your son? Yep. Yep. So yeah, she's she a, was very she was very hypocritical on multiple choices that she made. Yeah, yeah. She's a throwaway character for me, but very a very prominent throwaway character. Yeah. The actress did phenomenal. Like, oh, yes. I, I, we're not, yeah, we're not talking about the actors or anything. Like, she did great acting. But yeah, I, I was also very annoyed eventually by her character. <laughs> and then her husband, Chi Gang. He wasn't needed. Right? Like, he just, like, nothing was done with his character other than he was the husband of the woman who was obsessed with his mother. Yo, <laughs> I felt like, okay, this actor and let me remind myself of his, of his name uh chando min he was in love featuring marriage and divorce mm-hmm. and there were quite a few well durian and him were in that show so i felt like they must be good friends with the writer and she just brought him back she's like hey like i have this role it's not gonna do anything but you'll be on tv right right and he he is a very prolific, prominent actor, but he sort of died down over the years. Yeah. And I think this was a, hey, we have this character. Would you like to play it? Yeah. Because he well, did Well, the nothing. other thing is, is like in Love and Love Marriage, uh, the Love Marriage Divorce one, he was so prominent because yes. he was the, one of the major yes. horrible husbands. So to go from that show to this where he really, he wasn't horrible. He wasn't mean. He just just did wasn't given anything to do. 
So I that kind of threw me off because I was expecting him to do something horrible or like do something outrageous because I was expecting Mokjong. And he never did anything. So yeah, I, I don't think, I also agree he was not given enough and should probably not have been there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And now I see your points about this didn't give me the Mokjong I need because it almost like, I'll start and then it just stops there. It doesn't go anywhere, really. Right, right, yeah. So why do we like it so much then? <laughs> <laughs> I think we like it so much just because it was new. Like we had Ooh. never had like a time traveling sort of mahjong sort of i mean i is this a melodrama i honestly didn't think it was a melodrama no it wasn't mellow to me it was like comedy (laughs) yeah it was like a mix of like mahjong comedy sort of romance not really because like not a lot of the romance happened uh, except for like one couple (laughs) um yeah, it, I, yeah. So I definitely, I wanted more Mokjong. I wanted more crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think if the writer had, well, I'm getting off topic. We, I have okay. theories of how, of why this was paced the way it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll zip through the other characters and then we can talk more about that. We have um, Chi Jung who used to be Dolce? No, that's Chigum. Sorry. Chijung yeah. is her first husband in the Chosun time. So he's the last baby. He's a grown-ass last baby. And his character was... I knew he was attracted to Durian as soon as he saw her. Mm-hmm. And... I knew he didn't want to be with his girlfriend anymore. But that whole dancing sequel that we got. Yes. Yes. I was like, what is this? I can't, I can't say I hated him. I can't say I liked him. He was just there. Right. I like, the other thing is, is like, (laughs) like what drove me nuts about him was he did not pick up on any of the cues that Durian gave no. him. That like she was like scared of him. Like it was very clear that she was scared of him. Yeah. So like to him just finding out that he used to be her husband, it was like, I guess I'm gonna marry her because she must still love me. I'm like, dude, have a conversation with her first. Like, yes. Like it's just to have just be like. She must have loved me in in Joseon, so I'm going to marry her now. <laughs> just no. He but yeah, he was an no odd, he was an odd duck. He was very yeah. odd. He was an odd duck. Yeah, and I think you mentioned comedy. I think he was one of those characters that were put in here for the comedy. Because mm. um, he yes. was really he was one of those characters that kind of brought in a lot of the random comedy. Yes, that, I that agree. Kind of yeah. But yeah, he was he was odd. He was a very odd duck. <laughs> and then we have uh Chigam, who mm-hmm. also played Dulce in the Chosun Times. First of all, I thought he was very cute. Mm-hmm. He's a very good looking man. Mm-hmm. 
And I loved his quiet assurance. Mm -hmm. However, I wish he spoke up more to his wife because she was tripping. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He was, um, this actor was one of the major draws for me to this drama. I love him as an actor. Yeah. Um, So I knew he was going to do very well in this drama. Um, And obviously, and like, he and Durian just had so much chemistry. Yes. With just being in a room, like not even like interacting with each other. They were just in the room. The woman who plays his wife, the yes. only other drama I've seen that actress in was a daily drama, like very Mokjong daily drama. So the, the minute I saw her joining this cast, I was like, oh, she's going to be a problem. <laughs> she was like the villain in the Mokjong I watched her in. So I was like, okay, she's going to be a problem villain in this one too. <laughs> so... I love that you had the heads up. I I just saw her face and the way she talked, and I knew she was going to be the problem. Because mm-hmm. I felt like when you look at her, you look at Isla, and then you look at the third um, woman, they had a very similar vibe. Yeah, yeah. And I just knew I didn't like any of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the I think the one thing I think she did very well is portraying a woman who was clearly very insecure. Mm. Both with like herself and her marriage, but also like marrying into this very prominent rich family. Mm. Um cuz like you you can see like all three of these women who had an issue with these guys uh and Durian and Soju, Sojo, 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 thank you. Yeah, coming into this, they were all outsiders. They were, they were, they were part in the family by marriage, by girlfriend, Mm -hmm. by fiance, and not part of the actual dynasty that was this family. Mm. Um, so I thought her character portrayed the insecurities very well. It drove me nuts and was like, woman, get over yourself. You need to <laughs> like, clearly you're trying to save this marriage. You're just digging yourself a deeper hole here. But <laughs> I don't know if she was trying to, she, the only time I'll say she was trying to save her marriage was when she came up with that wildly inappropriate plan of having Durian have her husband's baby yeah which was hilarious because (laughs) at the time she didn't know that technically her husband's child was her son and joseph anyway yeah that was wildly inappropriate and i did not like how how she went about it with like the doctor's checkups and things like that it was very misleading yeah but Mm -hmm. in terms of saving her marriage i felt before that i felt more like she was trying to control her marriage yeah yeah with with either guilting him into doing something or not doing something that whole oeji on the bed listen oeji should be a main character in this cast because that so dog true. <laughs> So true. <laughs> that dog more got more screen time than Dungmyeon. Yep. <laughs> yep. It was ridiculous. 
It was. It was pretty ridiculous. But that whole scene of trying to get him to sleep in bed with the dog and it just felt like everything had to go her way. And -hmm. she was always trying to coax him to do things her way. Yeah. Yep. She was a sad character. She was. She was. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Dun Myung, who... Mm -hmm. I did not know in the beginning that he and Isla were a thing. I thought they were friends. Same. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're getting engaged. I was like, wait, you're not giving, you haven't been giving me this is my woman energy. I think that was the point though. Oh, okay. I think like it was very clear that he, it was like a family obligation and not necessarily something he wanted to do. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So he was being the good son and going along with it. Then Soja came and was like, "That's my man. I'd rather be with her because <laughs> I." Yeah, I think I think, and maybe that was his own personal struggle too. He was like, "Okay, I have to marry this person because my family made a promise when we were born," type thing. Mm-hmm. But I really don't feel anything for her. Like, like I don't have that connection. Mm-hmm. But I must go through with this marriage because it is I, what it is. It is what it is, type thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he didn't have that much screen time. But when he did show up, I loved yeah. his interactions with Soja. You could tell there was chemistry there. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was good yes. to see. And then we come to Sojo. She was the cutest, cutest daughter-in-law. She really loved Durian, which mm-hmm. was lovely to see. Um, but she too was annoying. Sis, your man is gone. <laughs> And she goes into 2023 and she sees him and she's like, oh, I got my man back. But she's not really, you know, taking the front seat of getting him back. Right. Yeah. And that scene with Isla calling her sister, putting the necklace. Ooh, that was such a burn. Mm-hmm. That was such a good burn. Yep. And I felt for her. <laughs> I was so mad at Isla, but Isla is is very strategic. Oh yeah, yeah. She knows what she wants. Yeah, and she's like, "That's mine. I'm gonna keep him." Yep. <laughs> so I thought the Isla was only there really for those interactions for me. Oh yeah. Apart from that, I didn't really, I didn't really care for her. No, I yeah. didn't either. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, which was also interesting, which all three of these women, like even the, even the girlfriend was there even less too. All three of these women were brought in. Well, not technically brought in. The wife was there, but like she wasn't brought in. She was married, but it was interesting to me that we never got a Josen equivalent of them. Like yeah. it was always mostly the men that yeah. had the, except for the mother-in-law, which I think maybe was just because like, I tried to think they weren't part of the, the family, which is why, but technically uh, Chigam wasn't 
part of the family in Josen either. So I don't really know. I didn't. I couldn't really think of a good theory of why we saw none of the women in Josen. That's true. We saw no relation to Durian and Soja. Right. Not even like they were they were maids in the past and they're having their glory moments with their men and nothing. I thought that would have, I mean, I wish they would have at least one of them because that would have been a very, like, I thought it would be a really good dynamic if Isla was like Soja's like best friend in Josa or something. And then they had to be like love rivals in the present or something. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ooh. Now that we've gone through all the characters, you mentioned something earlier about the pacing of the show, and um, you also mentioned daily dramas. And I feel like this drama is feels like a daily drama mm-hmm. all smashed into 16 episodes. Yes. Yeah. I thought I got the feeling that the writer was like writing this for a season two, just like love, marriage and divorce. Mm-hmm. But like something happened either like season two wasn't greenlit or something. And so they had to like quickly wrap it up in the last two episodes. That yeah. is what I thought of the pacing. This would have been amazing daily drama. So if people don't know daily dramas are half an hour, Monday through Friday, Friday. episodes. And they're usually like, 100 to 120 episodes so like 50 hours worth of stuff and so these plot lines for these daily dramas especially revenge ones are absolutely nuts like they have everything from like birth secrets to secret deaths to people coming back from the dead to like it's just fun to watch and this would have made i want this as a daily drama now (laughs) I agree. I agree. This would make a really good daily drama because it gave you enough shock every 30 minutes. Yeah. But it didn't necessarily link all the way through. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about some of our memorable moments in the show. Now, because I'm in America and I get, sorry, because I'm in Canada and I get a lot of American news, I found it very tickling and fun, not funny at all, but I I thought it was a very telling plot line, if you will, when to try and get rid of Unsung. She sends her to America because there's been a shooting in the U.S. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Writer, come on. That's too... No. No. (laughs) That was not a cool way to do it. You could have found another way to do it. And I think I was a little offended with how lightly they took something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I was I was shocked and I thought it was lazy and mean. If you yeah, 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 I agree. You could have used any other excuse like my father got ill or something. Yeah. Like you didn't have to say anything about the society exactly of, of another country. Yeah. <laughs> because in, in the reverse it would not be taken lightly. Correct. Yeah. 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 I yeah. agree. But one of my other memorable moments, really, 
and the whole show is how this rich family who are educated, who have multiple businesses, seem to just be like, oh, yeah, we'll flow with it. This is facts now. We'll just flow with the story. Oh, they came from Chosun era. Okay, that sounds good. Oh, they showed up in our pond. Okay, we'll take them to our house. Oh, um, I want to marry her. All of that. They -hmm. just seem to accept it. Mm -hmm. Which to me, I'm like, where are the checks and balances? Where's the safety? Where's what is going on with all of you? Right, right. <laughs> but tell me some of yours. Um, I mean the 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 most prominent, probably most talked about scene was the first one in the first episode okay. when uh, Semi blurted out that she liked her mother in law. I mean. I, I like that scene because it was like, oh, okay, this is the mock John we're getting, which yes. turned out not to be very true, but like it was a good opener for this show. It was something new, something we had not seen before. I liked how Semi was just, I'm gonna say it. Like I have to say it. I'm just I'm gonna be I'm gonna be true to myself and I'm just gonna say it. Um <laughs> so yeah, I, I liked that part just because it was just a, it was unexpected. Like, I yeah. didn't know that was going to happen, like, clicking play on this show. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and props to the writer to, like, keep it flowing the entire show. It wasn't, like, a queer baiting or, like, a, like a get-your-attention scene and then walk it back later. They kept it up, even though we were annoyed by it. They kept it up the entire show. <laughs> till the end until she disappears until she disappears yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i liked that scene too and i think i used it as a clip of it as bait to get people to watch because i do agree with yep. you we haven't seen it before yeah <laughs> it's different and i had people messaging me messaging me saying huh what do you mean what does she yeah. mean yeah and it was a good intro for people to get into the show. So, yeah, yeah, I I agree. I liked it. I was, I also liked, and I was annoyed it was not a scene, when Dun Myung and Sojo go swimming lessons mm-hmm. and Isla shows up. Yes. And Isla is almost like drowning her and slaps both of them. Yes. I was like... Now, wait a minute. And then we find out, oh, it's a fake. I was like, God damn it. Yes, I wanted that to be a scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's, those were one of, that's one of my favorite scenes. And anytime Chigam and Durian were together, I loved it. Because they were just so cute together. Yeah, I like the amusement park scenes. Because again, both of my ships were there and they were having fun. And as you said, like them being in a room had so much chemistry. Yeah. So I did like that a lot. I thought it was interesting that they're different men with these women versus with their wife and girlfriend. Yes. I don't think you would see Deng Myung dressed in a Kiseng outfit with Isla. It would not. I don't she- think Isla would have let him do that. 
Ilo, Ilo would get same, the ick. Same, same with his wife. I don't think his wife would have been able like, let him do that either. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Never. And so I loved that they were just able to play, which, yeah. which was yeah. fun to see. Because both characters have such heavy responsibility mm-hmm. on them that it was nice to see them let loose. Right. And yeah. just play. Yeah. I had um, to laugh also at the exercise scene because they like came down in their. I think she, she correct me if I'm wrong. She made exercise clothes, right? She like did. They, didn't, they didn't just like tuck it into like whatever they were like. Yeah, yeah. No. Like took an old whatever one of their older Josen era costumes and kind of just sewed it into like. Balloon shorts. Yeah, balloon shorts. And like somewhat of a t-shirt in a way. I love that scene. Because <laughs> the 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 youngest son was like expecting them to be wearing what he bought them and like yeah. really eagerly want to see Durian in that <laughs> outfit. And then they come down and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but there was a scene where um Chigang gets to see her work out. And yes. I don't think she was wearing that. She she was, but she was like wiping, wiping. sweat off. So like her shoulder was showing. Yes. So that was such a nut like chemistry wise, that was such a good scene. And they weren't even doing anything together. <laughs> It was so good. I was like, okay, get a little shoulder action. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really cute. And I loved, I also loved when grandma got a kiss scene. Mm-hmm. That was a great kiss. Yeah. And I was just happy grandma was getting it on camera. I liked her in the club too. Yes. Like that whole thing where like she was like, I'm dancing, I'm doing the best. And then they actually show her what she's doing and she's <laughs> not actually a good dancer. I love that entire scene too. <laughs> I loved it. I loved how she was almost like a young woman or a girl herself also thinking, oh, what if he thinks this? And should I call him? No, let me wait. And, and all those thoughts, I thought yeah. it was really, it was really cute. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, what is it that you didn't like about the show? Because you hinted earlier that you did not like the pacing. At the end, there was just so much left, either not wrapped up at all, or just like left laying out in the open and like not explained. So mm-hmm. I just, the the pacing was okay up until like the last two episodes, but then the last two episodes were so rushed. Mm-hmm. Even if it was like they had tried to maybe add, like, start at the third, like the last third episode and do that whole entire storyline, there was just so much to wrap up by the end. I don't think they could have done that well. Yeah. Like, I agree. They, they spent, and I think, like, the, the middle personally dragged for me because. There was multiple episodes where really nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Like we were just getting like more the dog. the dog, more scenes with both of the probably couples adding like ending up together. Like there wasn't really a lot happening. And then 
at the end, everything happened, and then half the people didn't get an ending. Like, I just thought the pacing was just very off. And it didn't didn't help the writer's cause in telling the story as well as it could have been told. Yeah. How did you interpret the ending? So I thought the... So Chigam and Durian and the the husband boyfriend all went back to Josen. Okay. The mother in law got her ending of being a child. Okay. Um. I I assumed that Dongyun and So Sojo got married and had a kid, and both became successful actors and actresses. Other people on social media thought she didn't marry him and just named her child after him, which I didn't agree with. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with that because it would seem when she said, this is my child, she said Dan, which is Dingmyeon's last name. So right. Dan something. Right. And for that, I don't think you can just randomly name your child right. someone's last name. Right. So I assumed that's like you, they got married and they had this kid, but I did not think Ding Myung was an actor. I thought he had taken over Chigam, the family business. Oh. Because if he's an actor, oh. why isn't he at the award show? I assumed he like had overseas filming or something and he was getting back from overseas filming. <laughs> but no, your yours makes sense too. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how this writer made us think and fill in plot lines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it could be interpreted like yours or like mine. And my issue was did we or did we not see Durian with Chigam in the Chosun era. We just see them enter the water and that's the end of them. That's it. Yeah. So what was all that extra with Durian is not here? Um, and we see the mother-in-law killing Dulce, which we've already seen. Like I was trying to make sense of the timeline of that section. Yeah, I really, I like, I don't think we ever saw them in Joseon. I think we saw, like, it was clear they were there. They, like, ran away. But, and they said Durian isn't there. So I assumed, like, they ran away together and ran away from her horrible family life. But, yeah, I wish we would have seen them at least one time together before the end of the drama. <laughs> I agree. I agree that there's a huge plot hole there for me. But then also what happened with her husband, too. Like, he also went back, in my opinion. uh, And we never saw what happened with him either. Exactly. So So I was a little confused as to what is... We saw a timeline for the 2003. I think it was plus five years because um, Soja's child seemed to be like five years old mm-hmm. so we saw soju we saw Deng Myung, we saw mom we saw that um the guys her son the last baby did not he's not the father <laughs> not the father yep 
Yeah, we so saw still that married the woman, but yeah, he's not the father. He's not the father, but we don't see what's happening in Chosung at the same time. Right. Yeah. And I think those Chosun scenes that they did show us is what confused me as in, oh, wait, did they go back in time? Chikam becomes Dulce. So was this before he died or is this, did he die at all? And they ran away. I was just very confused by that part. Mm-hmm. If there's a season two, I hope we find out. <laughs> well, yeah, same. Like even with the modern stuff, we didn't see what happened to his wife. We like yeah. uh, in Sung, we didn't see what happened to the older brother or the older son. Yes, we and didn't see his wife. We like none of that. The housekeeper. We saw nothing about the housekeeper. <laughs> well, she had lost her powers. After the fans broke, so she just died off. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, I just remembered one thing I did not like. When Simi is sort of helping her husband button up, but it was almost like she was trying to turn him on. Yeah. And he was thinking, ooh, is my wife back? And she's like, keep dreaming. I thought that scene was unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. His reaction was necessary. Yes. (laughs) His reaction to it was great because I was like, good, you should tell her that. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Was there anything else about the show that you wanted to talk about? Um, I just I mean I could gush about my two couples all all day long. We really could. (laughs) I think they were the best part of the show they for were me. they were yeah and i just liked the like again we in like the, i think what we got with the two couples too is like we were saying that chigum and durian like they were in a room together and just like had chemistry i felt like that was the same with the younger couple too it was like mm-hmm. both of these people and these couples were just naturally drawn to each other and it was like effortlessly acting with mm-hmm. even, like all, between all four of these people because they just had so much chemistry all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I'm agree. just happy they were together. I'm the optimist. I'm like to think they're they're happily together. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think they work well together, and they had an interesting way of caring for each other. Mm-hmm. And um, with Durian, I would have loved to see her be free and be able to love who she loved. I was very confused, very confused about Unsung traveling to the U.S. the same day Durian moves into her house, but we didn't get any scenes of them in the house. It was like, once she moved in, Chigam was always away. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was odd because in my mind, I'm like, then why did you send Unsung to the U.S.? Right. I thought this was the moment for them to work on their love or to affirm their love for each other, work through their relationship and whatnot. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. So that was confusing to me because I think that's why I found the middle to be somewhat slow was mm-hmm. because especially with Durian and Chickum's relationship, the younger couple moved along somewhat at a faster pace, even though they weren't like actively pursuing each other. Mm-hmm. They had the acting together. They had scenes together hanging out at that dinner that they did after the show. Or Whereas, like, I wanted Durian and Chigum to be together so bad, and they had so many opportunities to, like, move this relationship along, and they just didn't. Granted, obviously, Durian was a nice Joseon woman and, like, would never fathom on doing anything. Granted, yeah. she did in Joseon anyway. But still, it was like... So. Okay, so why I think it happened in Joseon is because... Durian needed to have a baby. Yeah. And her mm-hmm. husband couldn't. And I felt like she got permission from her mother-in-law to do it with Chigam. Pretty much, yeah. And one Dulce. And once it was done, they needed to get rid of the evidence by killing him. Yep. Yeah. That's also I agree. Yeah. But in terms of their relationship in 2023, I do agree with you that. It felt like they wasted time. Mm-hmm. So at the end, when Chi Jung says, oh, I'm going to marry you to Durian. And he's like, I'm going to take care of everything. Don't worry about it. And he just zooms off. I was sitting there like, I understand why Durian is panicking because she's thinking it's going to be a repeat of her life. And mm-hmm. she doesn't feel like she has the voice to say, no, I don't want to marry you. Yeah. And then you get Chigam hugging her and saying he will take care of everything. And I was like, what are you going to take care of? You haven't even told her you like her. Like, right. what exactly are you yeah. taking care of? I really wish Durian had spoken up in that moment and been yes. like, no, or ran away or gotten mad or something. Because I that was one thing I will say is like, if you're that scared and she was. I mean, it, sh- it was shown all of her face. Like, you could tell she did not like this. Yeah. I wish she had said something. Yeah. Or even but- her or even her daughter-in-law saying something. Like, granted, I don't think her daughter-in-law knew her whole story. Exactly. But, yeah. I wish Doreen had said something. She didn't say anything, but she definitely ran away. She ran yeah. away back to the past. Yes, definitely. Yeah. She's like, I'm not doing this with you in the future. Nuh-uh. I'd rather go and go to my old time ways, even though, you know, I'm seeing all these lights and this and that. I'm good if I don't have to marry you, which is in a statement of itself. Right. Yeah. We've spoken at length about the show. If you're still with us, I do hope everyone gets to see it. And I'd love to hear what your thoughts are because Caitlin and I have been yapping about it on Instagram and on TikTok. Caitlin, how would you rate the show out of five? Um, I would say I give it a middle, like three out of five. Okay. Yeah. It was like it was still fun to watch. I still yeah. like, had a good time watching. It's just yeah. I think the ending was just screwed it up so much. So I I put it in the middle. I put it at a 3.5. So about the same as you. It was wildly entertaining and because of that it's up there. 
storytelling, you want to move people. You want people to talk. You want to generate conversation. Mm -hmm. And so I think the show does accomplish that. Does it make sense? No, but it is (laughs) what it is at that point. (laughs) Yep, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. And this has been a wonderful chat. Can you let us know where can we find you? How can we support you? How can we get in touch? Sure. So I, as I said, I have a blog. So basically it's no sleep, number four dramas on pretty much all social media platforms as well as nosleepfordramas.com is my blog. That is awesome, Caitlin. I will make sure to add it to the notes so that everyone um, can get access to it. And please DM her. Please follow her on TikTok and Instagram. She really, really does good work. And I love her perspective. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. My pleasure. And if you've stayed with us till the end, please let us know what you thought of the drama and of this episode. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok. I'm Carol. See you on the internet somewhere. Bye. Thank you.